0: Hello there. We would be honoured
1: if you would
0: join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hello there, welcome to Spark of Rebellion, the weekly Star Wars podcast that brings you your smattering of Star Wars news. Think about it like this. We are your catch-up when it comes to everything from a galaxy far, far away. We are... The red button for Star Wars. We are the CFAX of, well, the future, I think, of the Star Wars universe. So wherever you're listening, whether you're on your old podcatcher, you know, go, going for a little run, whether you are watching this on the bloody Hollow Net, who cares as long as you are enjoying it. I'm your host, Mr. Mark Asquith, and joining me as ever is, well, I'm going to say is sort of the, is the Kira with the Gira. All right, that's what I'm going to give him today. The Kira with all the gear. It's my man, Gary Aylett. Looking fly today. Trim the old beard, have you there?
1: May have done. Or it might have fallen out in my sleep. Who knows? But it's looking neat though. So probably the, the former. Trimmed it now. Oh. Yep. Well, thanks. Are you going anywhere nice for, for having a new beard? Thanks for noticing. Um, I'm going to Costco on Saturday okay um, that's about thinking? the extent of yeah so I quite like the the woman that, that works on the door that checks your receipt so important to look good you know Louise mmm Cathy I like Kathy. do you know Kathy? I like Fruity Cathy hmm? how is Elaine oh yeah uh, <laughs> of course it's a bit awkward with the wife next to me, so I have to, yeah. Now ah, look yeah. at that telly. Oh, look at the TV over the size of that, yeah? Go on, have a look. Go I will be back in a minute. Kath, while our back turned, <laughs> Bluetooth for me some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you on iPhone? Probably air drop couldn't you? Be
0: quicker. Yeah. yeah. Don't, no, 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 don't send it to Gazza's phone. Let me get this other iPhone out here. There we go. sweet sweet daddy d's iphone yeah that's daddy d send it send it just send it that way send it to that one yeah no not the ipad no 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 cancel
1: oh you sent it to the family ipad and now onto the tv of we're looking at Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say which one's in trouble but oh dear
0: hey welcome everybody and if you're watching this on patreon You get special early access. We're recording this early today, actually. We're recording this on Wednesday. We normally record this on Friday, but uh, Mark's off to Orlando for a conference uh, and or Galaxy's Edge. Well, bit of both. Um, So now we're recording it on a Wednesday, aren't we, mate? So if you're watching this on Patreon and you've made it on Wednesday, welcome, everybody. You get early access. You get... uh, you get a bit of behind-the-scenes skinny. So today we've got, so we got a little bit of acolyte news. We've got some release date news for the Star Wars films that are on the docket right now. We've got a little bit about Alden Heinenreichon. I don't know. I honestly, still don't know how to say that. I could do the tutorial. On that, uh, a bit mm. about McGregor, a little about the skeleton crew. We've got a little tidbit from Daisy Ridley, which is quite rare, and then we've got something over on the bloody YouTube. Uh, but, guys, before we get to that...
1: What the bloody hell's been going on? Done anything Star Wars-y? A couple of bits. Yeah. Three bits. I'll give you three. Which three? And then some more if you need them. Yeah. Mm. First of all, blocked out, not this Saturday, but the Saturday after, to go to Echo Base Live in Ooh. Redditch. Looking very good. Was there last year. Took the wife. She actually enjoyed it, actually. She was like, oh, God, do I have to walk around there, and all the nerds sweat, and and all that. I'm like, don't slag them off. <laughs> because you might see something that you like. Which she Pay did. Pay new edges. Surprisingly. And yeah, exactly. So it was very, very cool. It's like, um, I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast. It's uh, it's like a very small, low-key Star Wars. I'm not going to say con. It's, it's not a convention. It's more of like a trade thing. There's like, I don't know, 150 Star Wars traders. You can buy anything. Star Wars. Like the new stuff, Black Series. Or if you want like a really old... Uh, sort of beat up in the box but still good condition, Millennium Falcon that kind of thing. Loads of stuff there. So that's the week after I sorted that out blocked the day out for that. Up to date on the Bad Batch we're going to give our thoughts on that on our spin-off show in a few weeks time, that's going to be cool and also for the 11th time, 12th time downloaded Jedi Fallen Order because I saw an advert um, for Jedi Survivor which is out sometime in March. So I do want to get another playthrough in before the sequel drops. So a few Star Warsy bits, dude. What about you?
0: A lot going on there. Um, what have I done? I've just been trying to get through that Princess and Scoundrel. Uh, mm, which good. I've... I'm about halfway through, which is actually decent. It's all right. So I'm going to smash through that. Um, I downloaded some Star Wars-y stuff cause of, uh, for the plane. So I've downloaded oh, the thing that we're going to talk about on YouTube. I've downloaded yeah. Outbound Flight, uh, which is a Legends novel, um, which I'm going to read maybe if I get a chance. But if not, I'll certainly read that after this Princess and scoundrel anyway. Um, I've got two episodes of The Bad Batch to catch up on on the plane. And then um, what else? I think I've downloaded something else as well. I can't remember what it is. Motion comic? Yeah, it is that. I've done, yeah, that's the YouTube one. But I've put something that's else YouTube. on uh, right. Prime, I think. It might be the Empire documentary. Um Okay. Yeah, I think I've maybe done that one. Um, and that's it. And then Galaxy's Edge on Sunday, booked in. I am excited. They're going to get me a lightsaber. Yeah. They've just added two new ones. I think they've added qui and they've added the reconstituted Skywalker lightsaber to the collection. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. Do you know what you want <laughs> to go for yet? Yeah? Or are you going to no, decide know, on the date? No,
0: you've yeah. got the Obi-Wan one. I, think the, I mean, the Skywalker one's the classic one, isn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. hard. If you're going to get one lightsaber, I think it's hard to not get that one. And they've mm. added the Dooku ones as well, you know, the two curved blades. Oh, mm. nice. So we'll see, man. But I'll report Sounds back good. on mm. that next week. Right, let us get to some stories. Uh, the first one is from, well, it's from Brick Fanatics, weirdly. And it's actually, this is report, we're reporting on a report that is reporting on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric Goldman from Fandom has put a tweet out with some of the Disney release schedules the release windows um, there's a lot to dig into on this obviously we're not going to go straight into it but basically it runs through 2023, 24, 25, 26 through to 2028 which is pretty crazy uh, there's a few interesting ones on on there that will will appeal to our fans obviously uh, Ant-Man, Indiana Jones, Guardians of the Galaxy so on and so forth Um, A lot of untitled ones, as we'd expect. We've got Blade on there. Uh, We've got Captain America New World Order on there. We've got Fantastic Four on there. Kang Dynasty on there. There's lots and lots and lots going on. However, uh, there are two that are particularly interesting. So we have in 2025 on the 19th of December, which is a really interesting, interesting release date because I miss Star Wars at Christmas, man, since, you know, The Force Awakens kicked in. Uh, and we've been able to go. I've really, really enjoy, used to enjoy that. Um, so mm-hmm. the nineteenth the, of December, twenty twenty-five, which is very interesting, is Untitled Star Wars. Um, and then we have on the in twenty twenty-seven on the seventeenth of December, Untitled Star Wars. So who knows mm. what these will be? But I am, I am a particular fan of the fact that we're going to get these at Christmas. I don't know what they're going to be. I mean, Patty Jenkins, you know, Ryan Johnson. Who else is doing one? Feige. Mm. Um, Feige. Yeah. There's like thirty people doing them. But I mean, 2025. Let's <laughs> be honest. That's only a couple of years. Well, just just under three years. But you know, for a production of Star Wars scale, that's um, that's pretty tight, man. You'd think they're going to have to start either announcing or at least start some sort of secret principal photography. Certainly, the back end of this year, you would think for something of, of Star Wars' size, um, surely you'd, you'd think something would have to start kicking off pretty
1: soon, wouldn't you? Yeah, for the for the 2025 one. Mm. Yeah, so filming would have to start like October, November at the latest. I would say that gives you six months worth of of um, principal photography, and then another six months worth of visual effects to do and all that jazz unless they run that concurrently but yeah they need to get their foot down a little bit man it's a bit like um but like any any sort of project management really if you're going to forecast that far out it, it sounds like a long time doesn't it if you say to somebody oh there's potentially a new star wars film drop in christmas 2025 they're like oh my god that's ages away in terms of movie production that's like snap of the fingers really so it's exciting man and, and like you I, I love going to watch Star Wars at Christmas it's yeah. got a lovely yeah just a lovely feel to it you know so when I remember when The Force Awakens dropped when that trailer and it said December no, it actually said Christmas didn't it in the trailer Christmas mm-hmm. whatever year it was it was like the, the warm feeling came through it was nice that sounds dodgy yeah, it's, it's, but it it's, did isn't it? You
0: know. like a nice tradition isn't it you can make a tradition of mm. it
1: it's nice so yeah. two films dude apparently in the works mm. let's not get too excited though we've been here before Oh, i know for the last couple of years since you and i've been doing this podcast we've reported on what over a dozen projects that are in the works that are seemingly confirmed to then be to be ditched we had the two guys that worked on game of thrones right they were making mm. a film benioff and vice and then, that's it yeah and then we've got um uh Watiti. he's doing he's doing a film apparently forgot and, about him yeah and someone else as well as ryan johnson there's another person as well can't remember so we've been here before let's not get too excited but the thought of some more christmas movies is good i like it
0: yes it is well i think it's pretty clear that this chap that's coming out here with our next story the old han solo himself well do we call him han Solo? han solo 2.8 that's rude to do that isn't it alden Aaron Reich um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been casting the old Marvel Ironheart series which I sort of remember kind of remember that like I think that I remember that happening um, but then so you know completely forgot about it he was uh, he's done a bit of an interview with discussing film at the 2023 Sundance Film Festival uh, according to the direct.com and uh, he's just I mean this is a story out of nothing he's just basically said, Uh, Ironheart it's big but also feels very personal so I like that it was fun nice to go back and do a big one like that Uh, so you know I mean I don't really know much to say about this one he's a Star Wars guy that's moving to the MCU which is always fun Uh, it'll be nice to see him in something it's a shame we can't get him back in Solo something Um, but yeah I don't know just one of those nice little stories that came up to just show that You know, this guy's still kicking around. He's still busy and he's working on big stuff. It's not, you know, he's not working on nothing. You know, he's no, (laughs) he's no late stage career Van Damme, is he? No, he is not. He's doing (laughs) all right for himself. Sorry, Jean-Claude, do not kick me in the face. That's all I've got to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) So he's doing all right. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just in the MCU stable. I always find it interesting when, you know, you're sort of a Disney person, I guess, you know, Disney have got you. Yeah. You know I, mean? I don't know if that's even a thing is it a thing I don't know
1: yeah I don't know I think um, I think uh, this guy would have signed some kind of contract pre pre Marvel um, world domination though right so I, I wouldn't imagine he's, hot, he's he's been locked into some sort of six picture contract or anything like that across Marvel or Disney whatever Um, But it's a cool story because, as you mentioned, it's just nice to see this guy knocking around because it felt like he was going to do a bit of a Hayden Christensen and do the the big Star Wars project and then fade away and then you never hear from him. And then in 20 years time, 25 years time, he pops up as like an old Han Solo somewhere to play Han Solo, if that makes sense. So yeah, it's just nice that he's there. And also, I guess if he's working on something Marvel, he's in the same... That's completely ridiculous, yeah. I was going to say he's in the same building, right? He's yeah. down the corridor from the Star Wars people. So that it might spark some conversation. I don't know, but you know what I suppose
0: mean? suppose it shows, like, good grace, you know? Yeah. At best, you know? I, I don't know. It's, yeah, I suppose. That's probably, it's probably us thinking this would be amazing, but uh, I would like to see the guy back as Han Solo, and I think we will. I do. I think we've said it before. You know, we're getting more Luke. I think we'll get more Leia outside of the younger version that was cast in uh, in, in Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, the series. And I ju- I just feel that there's a lot of hand storytelling left to do, and you just wouldn't leave that character on the sidelines. That's just I just feel that would be the case. You know.
1: So would you would you genuinely want a solo too? Would you want to see more from this guy, or would you just like to see him in another film? It happens just to be like Han's mm. in that other film.
0: Good question. I, for me, I think the scene popping in another film would be good. Um, something that was um, probably post-Empire. And, you know, something like, you know, something like him and Chewie going a sort Kashyyyk out, you know, or it was just, that was a side plot or whatever. I don't know. Um, but I think for me, I think where I'd really like to see him would be in a TV show. I think I'd like to see you know, something like, uh, you know, like sort of almost range of the New Republic that we were going to get. Um, something along those lines, but where he, he's not necessarily the main person, but he crops up enough to influence because he's the gem, he's, an, he's a general out of the old rebellion. Um, right, right. You know, I, I just, I, supp- I suppose playing the role or the the, the role that Lando and maybe even Wedge to a very small degree played in The Rise of Skywalker, like, you know, he's got some clout. He's from the old rebellion. He was a general and he, he was the guy that did this thing. You know, he, he made it so that Luke could go and blow the first one up. Yeah. So, and it always, oh, it was Princess Leia, as he goes. So it's, yeah, I just, I feel like that would be the best place for it. You know, because I think, let's be completely honest, he's not a draw as we saw. If Harrison Ford had been back for Solo, it would have been bigger. That's it. It would. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And it's not anything against this guy because he did a mint job. It's just he's not... He, you stick him on a poster. My mum's not like, that's Han Solo. What are you doing here? It's like, that says it's Han Solo, <laughs> but this guy's different. You know? So I think TV shows are probably... I think you get more legs out of those kind of people. When you've got to recast a character of that magnitude, I just feel for my money, you get more out of them. So what about you? What would you? What would your preference be?
1: Yeah, same. I think, I think a Solo too film would fall a bit flat again uh, unless there's some i don't know it would almost have to be a a co-starring thing where you'd have a big old a big old villain for him to to star alongside And not somebody obscure like crimson anyone from crimson dawn or anyone like that it'd have to be a big old han against somebody big from the empire or something for it to work i, d- I don't think like like you just said no disrespect to uh to old uh Aaron reich but yeah i just think there's not enough stamina not enough steam in the tank to carry another solo film no anyway. i agree man and
0: it's it's a funny one with it you're right because the um like the 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 villain he, he, who do you have in star wars that that is someone that the general population would know you know you stick him up against a throne or you stick him up against a um you know, like the old legends using Vong or someone like that, or just someone that we'd know, you'd be like, this is badass. You know, because it was cool in Obi-Wan where we saw the Inquisitors. But... Yeah. Like, in a movie, it ain't going to work because there's no one big enough unless it's Darth Vader. Like, even the Emperor. I think my mum would be like, is that the old lad off?
1: The old lad off Star Wars? Old lad. Yeah,
0: it is. So I'm down the butchers. So it, it, it would... You're right, it is, it would have to be of that magnitude, but it's not like you're not you're not playing in Batman's villain gallery, you're not pay, playing in Superman's Rogues Gallery or Spider Man's or even now like any of the Marvel bad guys that are a bit more in the psyche, it's like there's only like four or two or three you know, what there aren't many that my mum would know. And
1: I think well, that's we did where- have more, didn't we? We had a cameo of Maul at the end of Yes. Salem. Yeah. So maybe they could progress He's that a good one Maul, Yeah, Maul could be the main villain as he takes over the the Crimson Dawn stuff. And you know. But then that has implications further on, further on down the line. It's like, well, how comes it never mentioned this massive fight between Han Solo and Darth Maul? Well, you don't need to know that, but we're going to tell you. I think that's so, the hardest part of it all. You know, is like, why did that not come up? It's the Thrawn thing. It is. You've you've said that so many times, mate. Because he's such a huge yeah. person within the ranks of the Empire. If you pop him in something, it's like well, this massive person, mm. massive character within the Empire. Sec- almost second hand to the Emperor we've never heard of him before in anything other than the books so how do you slot him in Yeah, realistically I don't know it's a strange it? one they had to get yeah. a shot
0: of him in Rebels didn't they you know go out on a purgil and, mm. and the same with Ezra you know it was the Ahsoka problem with Ezra like hang on there was a Jedi in the rebellion <laughs> and now Luke turns up and he's like ah we heard about these things they're called Jedi and the rebellion's like Literally just got shot one. Just got shot one. <laughs> and my mom Literally. was like, here we go. Here we go. Look at this kid. <laughs> like on the phone to Bale Organa, you know. You still talk to Fulcrum? Yeah. i oh, fucking got another one. <laughs> yeah. Bale Organa's like, got to go. Something is, I don't know what that is, but it's definitely not. A, oh shit. This looks bad. <laughs> You know, my phone yeah. might go off. I might lose signal. Why it looks like there's a laser coming towards us, but uh, I'll ring you back. Yeah, I'll ring you back. Back, 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 back. back.
1: <laughs> you never see that in in Star Wars, for obvious reasons. Like every single line in a conversation is delivered with such gravitas and importance. You never hear the the like, oh, for fuck's sake.
0: Yeah, because you can imagine it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like imagine it was like oh, Star Wars bloopers. And it's like, <laughs> someone's left the mic on at the other side of the room. When Luke's like, it's just like shooting wamp rats. And there's like, General Dunon is just like, fucking wamp, dipshit, fucksit. Piece of shit, what the fuck was this kidding? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I've been doing this 20 years. But then it's before you were born. Yeah? It's not a wamp right, is it? Yeah, is piece twat? of work you are. Yeah. Thicker. trying it on with Princess Leia as well oh, I've been doing this five years I've Been yes, trying this bastard. Bastard. get out get out and then, and then he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah no yeah you're right yeah 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 definitely Like when they, when he thinks the mic's back on Holonet News next day <laughs> leak scandal
1: phone hacking emperor accused of phone hacking <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> you never see that side of Star Wars no, unfortunately. Do you know what the closest we've come to that is? That animated series that um, <laughs> yeah, what's his face swim worked one. on? Yeah, was it Seth Green that? Yeah, were, oh, um, he did like an animated show that was going to be really um, sort of close to the knuckle with a lot yeah. of that stuff. Really um, satirical, you know, all that stuff, and yeah. it got canned, unfortunately. But that would have been hilarious, I think, to I see it. like the other side. Yeah, oh, I love it. Fuck's sake, here we go. Fucking T-16. What Day. rats. Someone slap this fucking... Yep, so, here we go.
0: Project
1: hey. blow up the Death Star is on.
0: What we'll do is, we'll do our plan. <laughs> you do your plan, right? And, but we'll do it together and then we'll see who comes out on top. Yeah? Yeah. Then you can see I'm getting back to you having fun on the light. Fucking <sighs> little asshole. Really well done, Luke. <laughs> really well done. Like really, laughing. really well done, Dickhead. Well done. Very well honestly, you are the hero twat of the rebel. You are really one of the top three twelve people in this rebellion. Yeah. And Luke can well, hear but, him, he's just like that dead then face. Then like You can hear like walking know. off, he's like slams the door and he's like, You see it. <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, and comes, comes back, back in. Right, boys yeah. 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 Hoth, yeah. let's go <laughs> I
1: was going to say yeah he just comes back out like let's go boys got out the system here we go
0: oh <laughs> Hoth lads 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 let's go go go. go
1: hit the let's old ice, ice bar yeah. Yo, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> let's hit the town
1: town oh, mate, that's I'm a free that. one you can have that one for free listener Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Right, let's move on. Right.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: so, according to Star Wars Newsnet.com, the Sundance Film Festival has turned out to be an endless source of information from Star Wars personalities. Daisy Ridley, that we'll get to in a moment, and Alden Ehrenreich have both been asked about their experiences with the franchise. Anyway, all it is, I'm not going to read all that. The Acolyte star Amanda Stenberg is the latest to join the party. Like I said, according to StarWarsNews.net, all it is, She's come out and just said, uh, when asked by comicbook.com. So again, we're reporting on someone, reporting on someone else. Uh, She's basically come out and she's just praised the technicalities um, of The Acolyte. So The Acolyte seems to be the furthest along in production out of everything when it comes to the new TV shows, uh, from what I can gather. Maybe apart from Andor, I think Andor started filming, or it's it's close to start filming. Um, She's basically just been asked about The Acolyte whilst promoting a new film called My Animal. Uh, And she just said, look, can't say too much to paraphrase. Can't say too much without getting fired. I'll just say this. um, You just got to, you've got to appreciate the technical ability and craftsmanship to make Star Wars and the sheer scale and the expanse uh, of it, whether it's puppeteers or costume designers. um, Basically, you just don't realize how much tech and incredible foresight there is in these productions. So she's uh, from what we can tell from this article uh, is a pretty self-professed Star Wars fanatic. Um, the reason that we put this one in here is the word puppeteer. Because that's pretty cool. You know, there's no reason these days to do that unless you really want to and to kind of, you know, to get that very specific feel. You know, it's um, it's part of the Star Wars heritage, as we know. Um, so again, not too much to this one. It's been a quiet news week, but these little tidbits are quite interesting. The more sort of like Andor, you know, the more that we... um the more little tidbits that we get about these shows, I think the more the anticipation builds from them. So this one, like I said, the word puppeteer got me, dude. Um, The fact that we Mm. might actually start to see, you know, a little bit more live action effects than, than, it's probably not more than CGI, but it feels like they're just, they're not getting shut of their roots. You know, they're not going to make the Phantom Menace mistake, shall we say. So uh, yeah, like I said, not much to this man, but but just a nice little tidbit again.
1: Mm. Hmm. Nice little story, this one. And it's, um, it's a similar thoughts to you buddy when she was talking about the set designers costume designers and and all that jazz and then um as you mentioned the puppeteer thing that's very reassuring in a way because you never know when someone's going to jump back on the cg wagon and take over a little bit because we had that back in the day didn't we where it was like oh don't worry it's going to be a mix of practical effects and and visual effects, it's all going to be good. And then it ended up being just crazy. I was talking about this with my boy the other day. Um, My son's going through a bit of a Star Wars binge watch again. Very proud. Parenting done right. It's like, dude, what are you doing with your weekend? You getting out into some fresh air, all that lot? No, I'm going to rewatch every Star Wars film. I'll leave you to it, son. No worries there. So he was saying, Dad... I've got some trivia for you. Hit me. He's like, did you know, in Attack of the Clones, every single clone trooper that you see is CG. There isn't one person in any armour. I was like, shit, I forgot about that. So when when you go from that to then something like with Andor and, you know, where it's all very practical and what's the phrase, boots on the ground and whatnot, it's very reassuring that some of the other Star Wars shows are also seemingly going down the physical, practical route as well. So that's very cool, dude. And um, I'd like to think that the Acolyte has got that same kind of rough-round-the-edges feel to it that Andor had, just with the, you know, the dark side theme to it and stuff. So, yeah, not a huge story, as you said, but very interesting, Yeah, I
0: Definitely do, definitely. I, I hope that they lean into that that realistic Andor-esque feel, dude. I, I really do. I think it's one of those that's... Um it's even a lot of the people that are like whining about the pace of Andor, like you see in the Facebook groups and stuff. It's like, oh, I turned it off because it was too slow. Like, well, you know, cool. Though the one thing that they're not complaining about is it never doesn't feel like Star Wars, and I think that's super important. You know, I think that's a really interesting point yeah. to note from Andor, and I just hope that they they carry that forward. Um, someone that does know a little bit about Star Wars is the aforementioned Daisy Ridley, who, according to jedinews.com... dot com. Um, he's basically just come out at the Sundance Film Festival when talking to Variety um, has just come out and given some advice to people joining the franchise um, women in particular and that is that it's important to just tune out the stuff and I think we know what she's talking about she's basically to paraphrase um, she's basically just said look just you know screw the trolls basically that's, oh. if we read between the lines on this one, it's just like, be prepared to handle dickheads. They exist. Tune them out. Don't let it get to you. You know, that's the paraphrasing. She's clearly not said that. She's far more articulate and smart than me. Um <laughs> But uh, we've both got our places, you know? There is no Deadwood. Probably what, so. probably what spurred her on,
1: so. Yeah, she probably knew, actually. So, yeah. Could Daisy Ridley run a successful podcast hosting company? Mm. Could I... Acting a star, I probably could do that, but I think she probably knows was that. further on. So, so yeah, Got to I take mean, take that into account.
0: What do you make of this then? So, and I mean, I think it's mm. quite nice that someone's come out and just, you know, very politely just said, "Forget the dickheads." I don't think we get enough of that, dude.
1: Yeah, no, it's important, isn't it? Because um, unless somebody's constantly saying it, it gets forgotten into the into the abyss, right? The media abyss where a certain amount of time elapses whether it's months or years and then somebody gets their ass kicked by fandom or or the press or whatever and then you have to you have to rewind time and go back and be like oh sh- remember all that stuff that went down with with the dudes in these in the sequel trilogy you know they they took the, the the front end of it basically so i think it's good that somebody is consistently saying this stuff because you don't want it to be left behind um because, I don't know, it's it, I always find it's a bit of a strange one in terms of what Lucasfilm or Disney's view on this stuff is because, essentially, they're the guys that are um, hopefully creating a working environment where actors don't have to worry about this stuff outside of fandom. They can't control that, obviously. But um, I remember when all that stuff kicked off with... Um, what's her face from The Mandalorian who got fired? What's her name? played Cara Dune. Uh, you know who I mean. I do know who you mean. What she, is she? Um you know who I mean? Cara Deane. MMA fighter, you know. Yeah, yeah And And yeah. um, she uh, sort of butted heads with Lucasfilm over this stuff because fandom was kicking her ass. She fought back a little bit, stood up for her opinions, and then they just let her go because it didn't align with their opinions. So I think there's always a bit of – there's a fine line to tread with this. But Daisy Ridd is obviously completely correct in what she's saying. It's like just live for the moment of the, the project and – just keep your head in the game for that and don't worry about the external noise and all that stuff. So that's cool. Just hope that, that Lucasfilm and Disney provide an environment where it's easy for them to do that because sometimes it's not... I think a lot of actors complain about that or have done anyway. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's diff- it must be difficult, man. You know, it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's, ju- it's just... So, like the shit that they deal with, because people believe that they, uh, you know, they own the franchise. I think it's just crazy. I think it's just <laughs> crazy. And 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 someone that has been pretty vocal about this in the past, especially when uh, Moses Ingram got uh, got a little bit of dickheadery aimed at her during the Kenobi release, was old Ewan, big Ewan McGregor, and uh, oh, yeah. he's been having a little chin wag, hasn't he? Uh, talking to the <laughs> Disney Studio Awards website, didn't even know that was a thing. As it happens, but where have you been? Good. Well, not there. I've been on that website, have I? Um, He's all is. he's come out and just said, you know, I'm I'm in. I'm in when it comes to more Obi-Wan. He's come out and just (laughs) said, look, I was happy to do it again. And when talking about being Obi-Wan once more. uh, I'm very happy to work with Hayden again. I hope we get the chance to do it again. Um, He's gone on, he's had a little bit more. Um, and just said, you know, I used to joke that there must be a story to tell between episodes three and four, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they reckon that he reckons that the Kenobi series absolutely nailed that story, but he's, of course he's bloody open to doing it again. You know? Number one, bitter buns, but number two, people love him. People love it. He's probably like the most loved person in Star Wars, apart from Mark Hamill. And even then, I think it's bloody close. So, Yeah. yeah, you know? Of course he's going to do it again. He's, of course he wants to do it again. Um, I know I know. we've talked about whether they should do it again a thousand times and I think there's a lot more we can dig into in that one, but uh, yeah, it's going to
1: happen, isn't it? I reckon so, mate. I reckon this will happen. Yeah, because old Ewan, he's one of these guys that it, it seems like he's always really clued up with how the industry works as well as being A good actor. You know, like some actors, they're a little bit like, they get interviewed about a film they did 10, 15 years ago. And essentially the person interviewing them is like, why'd you do that shit film? And they're like, well, I didn't realize it was going to be shit at the time, did I? Whereas Ewan seems to have this kind of good, this good foresight within the industry. So he's, you know, he rarely, I'm not saying he hasn't made any poor ish films but he tends to make he tends to make films that are reviewed relatively relatively decently like you you'd never see well I don't think you'd see many Ewan McGregor films in the bottom you know people's bottom like or worst top ten films ever he's done a couple of clanks anyway it seems like especially with the whole um, character that he very much owns you can tell that from a mile off he owns that character really well so I think for him to to be, not pushing, but when anyone asks him, should there be an Obi-Wan Kenobi 2, he's like, yeah there's no hesitation, that's the thing when you watch interviews, it's not like "Mm, well, we'll see if there's a good script or we'll see if like, you know, people want it, you know, straight away he's like yes, we should absolutely do a series 2, because it's going to build on the characters a lot more and it's great for the fans to see more of that stuff, so yeah, just more of the same from him and I think the more that he keeps saying that the more that you know the people who are responsible for making it will be like well we want to do it he clearly wants to do it old Hayden he needs a bit more you know a bit more lolly so yeah let's get him in get him in for an interview so Hayden uh look at your CV you have done this before but you know we're going to be doing some other bits and pieces in that one so what's your French like because we're filming over in the Alps for a little bit so what's your French like
0: Wee oui, wee. Oui. Oh, that is very good.
1: Very good. Money don't make the world go round. <laughs> <laughs> why <do> you... <laughs> Desiree, why do you want to work here? <laughs> See, when the mask's on, Hayden, there's a lot of people that can play the character. Tell us why you think you'd be good at playing Darth Vader with the helmet on. Oh, no answer for that one. Bit cocky last time, weren't you? What's little your answer com- this time?
0: little overconfident there, and it's silence is not golden. That's. Uh... That's the anti daniels job, boom, boom, boom.
1: Well, I've got the walk down. Yeah, nobody can walk <laughs> like me, as Darth Vader. I'll Darth have Vader. Show us then. Well, can't not on not on this floor. But not on this floor. I'll show you out in the corridor when the off. But... <laughs> <laughs> can you walk like Vader? Probably not. But in a minute. Put on a few pounds, didn't I? Shit flies every lunchtime. Jesus
0: yeah. Right Moving sorry, on Sorry, Cotter You know you know, Cotty 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 used to work on the uh, He used to work on Skeleton Crew he, Oh that guy Oh the going? Cotmeister General yeah, He's been a know. little bugger lugs as Cotty He's posted on Instagram Now being deleted Of course But uh, Jedi News uh, Has linked to that Now defunct Post So watch your links Watch your links Yeah <laughs> Uh He's posted, hasn't he? <laughs> he probably You know, if Kath gets older, this he's not going to be bad. But he's basically it let <laughs> it slip. He's let it slip. He's put. That's a wrap on Skeleton Crew! Double exclamation mark! Once again, I was lucky enough to be surrounded by some of the most amazing stunt performers I have ever worked with. I felt so lucky, right, to work with you all. Thank you for all your hard work and dedication. So so excited. For this one. Deleted it. It's deleted it. So... But it's gone. Uh, The news here is not, in fact, the deletion. Uh, The news here is that Skeleton Crew has indeed wrapped. So... We don't know, actually, that much about this one, apart from its, you know, youngsters and Jude Law. You know? So... We will see on this one, but... I'm going into this, because of Andor, I am going into this with an open mind. I think that is now my baseline. I think it always has been, actually, but I'm going to, I'm going into this with an open mind, dude.
1: Yes, the same. Same, same, same. I think Andor has given us that, has, has given us the opportunity to do that without being mega hungry for every single spoiler and everything. We can just sort of chill and just wait for those to, to drop and see what it's like, so... Uh, this story is hilarious to me, dude. Um, what store What was it? Where we reported on? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Sparkofrebellion.com. Little plug there. <laughs> Going because back. you need
0: it if you're listening to this.
1: Yeah, because there might be there might be a listener that's like, what?
0: What is I this show? I can fire this
1: up in up in my browser while I'm at work at my desk. Shit. Spark of Anyway, episode one eighty two we spoke about this story that said skeleton crew gets Disney plus release date update. Mm-hmm. And it was essentially a bunch of people saying, yeah, it's done. And another person saying, no, it's not finished. It's been delayed. Mm-hmm. And now we've got this story that says filming's done they're filming. Um, the other thing is that what's an idiot. Like if you're employed by Lucasfilm or Disney, mm-hmm. you don't even own a phone. Let alone go near Instagram. No. Do you know what I mean? It's like he must have looked at that and thought, should I post this? I'll get away with it when I I'll get away with it.
0: Jude laws like Core two, core two, core two, two, post it, 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 post it,
1: post it. Fucking delete it. George, I was joking. Yeah, like chuck down this uh this pint of uh, Stella mixed with Baileys. It'll be yeah. really good for you. Go on. Chuck, then, chuck, chuck, instantly, <laughs> it's like, not my fault. You're sick. Yeah, exactly. Like, Cheers, Jude. Yeah, nice one, dick. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's just like the biggest no-go danger zone area. If you're employed as a crew member, or even worse, you're starring in something to do with Star Wars or Marvel, and you start putting shit on the socials, you're you're just basically inviting yourself in for a proper ass whooping. This is so funny. I, it, maybe he's thought like, oh, "I'm just a low key stunt coordinator. Nobody follows me. Nobody has a look. They're onto you, mate. They're onto you big time." So, anyway, good news though. Sarcasm aside, thumbs up. Mm. Skeleton Crew's done. That's out later this year, isn't it? You just or can't, is it early you, next year?
0: Yeah, you just can't be like that, can you?
1: Though, be like, "Oh, no one's no one's following me." you're on Star Wars Shag exactly Shag <laughs> you're on Star Wars mate what did you think was going to happen yeah, yeah? you've you're put fool. the word skeleton crew in the description mm. and you thanked everybody that you've worked with on the show mm. yeah I wonder what picture he put with it though because it went yeah, on Instagram yeah that's the thing I bet it'll be what online is- somewhere won't it let's so have a look oh sorry this page isn't available nobody's screen grabbed it yet what did he put who knows? Maybe you put Jude Law having a pint still in his costume after the Lowy. final
0: scene. Jude Lawy,
1: Yeah, open mind on this show though, bud. See what's going on with it. I think it'll be alright. Kick the tyres. Yeah. Yep. Kick
0: the old tyres. Kick the old tyres. Right, let's wrap up. I've downloaded this for the plane. So, Joe Kenobi on YouTube has done Yeah has done a two-hour, 46-minute and 11-seconds motion comic or comic version of The Rise of Skywalker, but obviously the Trevorrow version, Jewel of the Fates. Nice. This is some serious work. Now, I've not watched it. I've not gone near it, but I've put it in the links here because I wanted to talk about it because it's absolutely... The amount of work in this is crazy, dude. It's crazy to do it. And the guy's only got 448 subscribers right? He's already got 40,000 views on this and I'm surprised it's not got more. So, I'm going to watch it on the plane. Hold two hours 46 of it, dude. What's that mecca it?
1: It looks sick. It looks really good. I mean, this is dedication, right? If you're going to rock a side project, you know, fill your evenings, then what better thing to do than write a two hour or nearly three hour comic for star wars i mean fair play man it's I mean, insane i think he's it drawn it all and well. done it all himself yeah 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 Okay, yeah, it looks good dude that'll that'll take a few hours up have it on the old flight in between you getting absolutely smashed Oi. more drinks here please up. not for me for him but i'll have one of them yep that looks good i like it looks
0: good it bloody does look good i'll tell you that fun out i don't get that saying no. Oh, I'll tell you that for now. Well, thank God, because I was just getting my wallet out, Dad.
1: Get out. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. get that saying. Say mm. that for nothing. Oh, you can have you. that one for free. Shut Good. up. Good. Yeah. I wasn't going to pay you for it, was I? I'll tell you <laughs> what, before I tell you the thing, head over to buymeacoffee.com. Yeah. Do yeah. that thing. Come back to me, and I'll tell you.
0: Dad, need to ask you a question about a car. Yeah? Before I do, can you give me a quote?
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, About six quid. Do you know what? Actually, I'll tell you this for nothing. Oh, what's your worldly advice worth this week? And do yeah. I get a refund if it's trash? If it's crap? Yep. No refunds, mm. mate. Sold a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Catching hand. Cheers, Dad. Oh, Jesus.
0: Anyway, we've put a link to this YouTube video, which looks absolutely <laughs> badass. And I'm going to try and report on it next week when I get back. Uh, So go and enjoy. It is in the show now. Now, Gazla, it has come to the time where we have to put a pin in it. So to you, our wonderful patrons, to everyone joining us, thank you so very much. And uh, yeah, Gaz, I'll see you on the flip.
1: You will indeedy. Yeah, have a lovely time over in Orlando, and um, we expect lots of photos, so fill your Instagram up with the Galaxy's Edge stuff. Let us know what that's like. And, uh, yeah, until next week when you're back, dude. Um, patrons, I have no idea when we're going to record. Whenever. Whenever, Mark. Feels like it. Whenever. Uh, so we'll do that. Easy. Yeah, so uh, we'll see you next week for episode... Uh, what will it be? 185? Yep, for 185. Mm-hmm. Until then, make sure you go do all the things subscribe and follow to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts you won't miss an episode they go out every single saturday and if you like the show and you want to be like our other patrons you can do that over at spark forward slash patreon and sign up for three bucks and you get to look at the live stream like we're doing now and uh and get your your ears on it a bit early which is cool and thank you so much to our current patrons we love you guys thank you so much so until next week we'll see you then take care yourselves and may the force be with you always